When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. I am... Uh, it's early. It's early. It's early for me. It's 9.25 a.m. That, for me, to start podcasting and using my brain is definitely... Like, I'm a 10 o'clocker. Yeah. Because you you sit and go, okay, we're going to start the podcast at 9.30. Well, then I got to wake up and get ocean ready and do that whole shtick. Yeah. My mom took her this morning. I didn't take her. Okay. So you could do this. Well, good. I saw a lot of activity. Again, once again, you were out and about this weekend. I went to Palm Springs. Tell me about it. Well, it was much needed. Mm-hmm. Life is weird. Everyone's life gets weird at some point, right? So mm-hmm. when you just, like, L.A., for my friends who don't live here, my people who don't live here, it can become suffocating. Mm. You know Jess. Yes. There's little things that happen where you're like, I've got to get the fuck out of here. People in New York City know this feeling very well, too. Do they? Yes. Okay. Well, All that's, my friends in New York are constantly talking about it. Yeah. That is where I'm at. You know when you say, like, I want to crawl out of my own skin? Mm-hmm. I want to crawl out of Los Angeles. <laughs> okay? Okay. That's just what I want right now. Yeah. So Sheena said, let's go to Palm Springs. I had you cancel most of Thursday, all of Friday so that I could go and get my mind right. It was a very funky couple of days. Like Thursday was a little fucking weird. Friday was super fun. Saturday, Ocean came down with a cold. I asked Sheena, do you prefer that we leave so we don't get summer moon sick? She was like, I think that ship has sailed already. (laughs) (laughs) They've literally been kissing, sharing cups. So it was it was great. It was easy. We stayed in most of the time because it was raining. But why do you think did something happen where you felt like I have to get out of here? Or do you just think it just happens sometimes when you live in a city like L.A.? I think it just happens sometimes when you live in a place like L.A., but also just everything going on in my personal life, which I'm like sitting here like wanting to fucking just share. Like I want to get on this mic and be like, this is what I've been fucking dealing with for 14 fucking months. Mm-hmm. These are the little things that I got to fucking deal with. And I'm sick of it. And to watch someone constantly try to say that everyone around is lying, but he's the keeper of the truth. Everyone else is insane and lying, trying to take him down. It's like beyond comprehension. From an out, just an outsider, even if I didn't know you, an outsider looking in, you have been saying for a long time, like, hey, there's stuff going on no one knows about. I'm just trying to get through stuff going on, stuff going on. And slowly, we have started to be, we as the audience have become exposed to some of the things, maybe just the surface. Well, what have I always said, Jess? (laughs) From the very beginning, what is done in the dark will always come to the light. Right. And now people are somewhat, somewhat seeing why I am fighting for my child right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a day in, day out type of thing. And 
I still believe what is done in the dark will always come to the light. The truth will always find the light. That's just how shit works. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing whatever I can to prevent things from happening, to protect, you know, my offspring, my little cub. But it's a lot. And I will say this weekend, I had moments of just, we talked about this last week where I have moments of like, okay, this is a moment where I I may break. And I got to sit in a room and like regroup. Right. And tell myself, this motherfucker is not going to break me, bitch. I'll be damned. And it's incredible to watch only because you know, you're starting to hear and see people going, oh my God, this is what Lala's been hinting at and talking about. And, 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 you know, me, I'm like, oh my God. And people are like, no wonder she's been fighting and this and that. I'm like, oh God, you don't even, no, 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 this is not it. This is not even, we haven't even scratched the surface. No, so not even a little bit. You are going through so much more than people know. And you don't like, you're not the kind of person to sit there and say that. Like, if you guys only knew, like, you're just not. And to watch you are going through so much. And I literally have said this, honestly, these past two years. To watch you get up every day and you have your moments, but then to soldier on is, like, extremely inspiring. And we always get DMs that are like, oh, my God, like, Lala inspires me. She's killing it. Which... So true, but I think one day I think people may know the full story and it's it's incredible. The full story will come out. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even have to be the one to say it. Yeah. But you're 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 killing it. You're an amazing mother, you're an amazing just woman, friend, boss. So it's like amazing. It's just like bravo to you, you know? Thank you, Jess. Yeah. In brighter news. Yes, let's hear. You had a really fun. I love watching your Instagram so much. It brings me so much joy. Okay, let's talk about you microneedled your own face. Microneedled my own face, which I didn't even know. I got a microneedling tool, which I'll link you guys. I got all of these. You know what's funny? I got all of this stuff. Microneedling tool, LED light mask when the pandemic hit in 2020. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to be home. Right. Time to do all of like the facial stuff and everything. And I probably used them all like twice and then forgot about them until this past weekend. I was looking in the mirror and, you know, I'm 31 and I've always, you know, I look at my skin and I see the wrinkles forming and I've, I've said it on here before. I've, I always go back and forth with like, is it time for Botox? Is it time? So I think it is, but haven't gotten it yet. But this past weekend I did some microneedling, did an LED light mask. I don't know if it's going to help because I've heard and read and watched that you have to be consistent. But it was just a fun little like couple hours. I don't hours. know. I don't, it looked the the red light mask, which by the way, every time I go to a spa and have that treatment done, mm-hmm. I fall asleep out cold. Yeah. The microneedling, I don't know if that's going to help with wrinkles. The wrinkles. I know it helps with like fine lines, but mm-hmm. you know just like the way we move our faces, I don't know that it's going to like really get, get in, there. in there. What does it do? Oh, collagen, right? It yeah, it basically like resurfaces your your healthy skin. Okay. Well, I And don't, that's why I do the yeah. microneedling with the PRP where they put 
basically your own blood, not really. They separate the platelets and then they put the plasma on and then they microneedle that into your face. See, that it is your own blood. I would pass out, but I... Blood! <laughs> Do you remember blood. that? Do you remember that video? The blood! <laughs> blood! What? Oh, that was like a, one of the first YouTube virals. Throwback. Same, around the same time as the Charlie bit my finger. Charlie. Charlie, ouch. <laughs> and it's still hurting. That was cute. Throwback. I know. I wonder if some people listening to this are like, what are they talking about? As a no, throwback. my demographic is like, I think mostly my age and older. Okay, they good. definitely know what we're talking good, about. Good, because when I was talking about Broad City, when we were talking about pegging, and I was like, oh, there's an episode on Broad City. I got so many DMs like, shout out, hell yes, Broad City. Can I tell you something really what? funny, and I hope they keep it in this season, and Bravo, please don't email me. <laughs> I don't want it. It, it. it ain't the day. Just let me say this. We, <laughs> we're filming, and we're in like, we're in fight mode, a mm-hmm. group of us. And I said, I pegged you from the beginning. And the whole group looks at me and goes, what? And I was like, like I, I called your, like I knew your card before they, your cards before they were dealt. And they were like, pegging is putting something in your asshole. And I was like, are you serious? Pegging, I, yes, more specifically, I strap on penis. Time. No, but that is, Kyle says it. He's like, well, I pegged him for a blah, blah, blah <laughs> guy. And I'm like, oh, did you now? That's what I thought. Were you talking to a man or a woman? Group of chicks. Oh. <laughs> Group of chicks. That is so funny. I hope they keep that in. I do too. There's my tea on Vanderpump that there are times that are like really, really fucking funny. And I hope that. Some of them they keep in. You know what I loved last season? I don't know if this is the first season they did it, but it seemed like they kept those moments in. It was like the week after the episode aired, they had the, I don't know if it was extended version of totally. it. Totally. What yeah. was that? Extended I love ver- when they do that. It's like an like unseen Unseen footage. Totally. They have in the episodes. I don't know if they'll do it this season, but that seems to be when they put the funny stuff back in. Like what you didn't see from the scene and it's like a silly moment. Yes. Yes. But speaking of Vanderpump, I'm curious because I saw a lot of news and stuff. I saw a lot of like tea spilled this past weekend on Bravo accounts and people questioning certain relationships you have and friendships. Right. Do you have anything to say on that? So I did because today we don't have a guest. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I like when we have a guest, but I also have so much fun just like shooting the shit with you guys, you know? I do too. So I asked my friends on Instagram, we're recording a podcast, like what do you want to know? And so many people asked about this, the, what you're referring to. So of course I was like, why are people asking this? Well, now I know that someone asked Katie this on her podcast and she said, quote unquote, the vibes are definitely off. Um, so I guess the vibes are definitely off. Is that Um, news to you? Well, after the DMs I got from her the other day, not so much. (laughs) Not so much. I would say a a little bit off. Um, but just like I've said before, I got a lot going on. That is the least of my concern. And I hope she had a very happy birthday. It slipped my mind that it was her birthday because it was MLK Day. Oh, oh, her birthday was yesterday? Monday? 
On Monday, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so I completely spaced it, you know? Okay. With MLK Day happening and, you know, I had Ocean and she was feeling sick. So there's that. Okay. Well, as someone who is a fan of your friendship, I hope that the vibes get back on. But I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> we'll we'll see. fucking see. There was another funny question that someone asked me on the gram. Mm-hmm. Did you ever sleep with Jax? For real answer. Tell the truth, Lala. No, I did not. When no, would I you did not. have even slept with him? I think season four, like before Britney had come into Vanderpump Rules, there was like flirting going on. I remember you, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nothing ever happened. Like not even, not even a kiss. Like nothing at all. Yeah, happened ever. That's so funny because you, I remember that scene where it was like, oh, she's flirting and whatever. And it makes me laugh because I just feel like, I've only met Jax a couple times, you know, nice guy, but I feel like you two are so different. And I would be shook if I ever found out you guys slept together. That'd be insane. Yeah, but weren't you shook when you found out that like, I hooked up with jeans? Yeah. Alcohol's one hell of a drug. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. In fact, there was a scene season four at the very beginning where I went to have drinks with Jax, Sheena, and Kristen. Mm-hmm. And I had my hand on Jax's leg. And everyone was like, she's doing something naughty. And I wasn't. And then I had my, like the person I was so in love with at the time, pick me up from that bar. I was wasted. I do not recommend this. It was very fun, but I don't recommend it. I literally was having sex with him while he was driving, like on his lap. <laughs> Okay, like one wrong move, we were through the windshield. Was this someone that we saw on the show or no? No, okay. it wasn't someone you saw on the show, but it was talked about. We we get to my apartment at the time, the the famous or the infamous apartment on Olympic. Okay. And that's when I ate someone's bum bum for the first time Stop. ever. And, and James it was this guy. brought it up on the show. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm I want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. You had sex with this guy in the car who picked you up. Yes. Then when you got home, who I had been seeing since I was like 21 and I was 24 at okay. this time. Did you eat his ass yes. or James's? No, oh, not no. James's. <laughs> okay. The man's, the oh. boys, the guys. And and then you told James about it. And then I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> like I think we're getting back together." <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? And guess what? What? We did get back together. You did? Yeah. And then I kept having dreams that he was cheating on me. And I was like, this is called a gut feeling. So I broke up with him again. Betrayal. Yeah. It took me a couple years to stop taking out my dreams on Kyle. Be like, are you fucking? I would wake <laughs> up and be like, wake up. <laughs> He'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, but, hear me out. Yeah. This is what you did to me, my dream. I was also crazy like the first two years I dated him. In- extremely insecure, a-, a drunk, drinking every night. Like, come- I so don't picture you this way. Oh my God. Messy. Going out. He was a DJ in Nashville. So like he would DJ from nine to two and I would get free drinks. Right. At like the rooftop clubs and I would just drunk, messy, yucky, but we're better now. 
you know, shit like that happens. You know what's interesting too? I feel like if it weren't him, any other guy would have probably not stuck around. Like I think any other guy would have been like, He was patient. Yeah, he was patient. So if any men are out there listening to this and you have a gut feeling like this is my lady, but she's acting a fool right now, maybe hang in there. Have some talks with her. It might be just her thing, her insecurities, you know? Yeah, but also consider her age. Consider her age. I was 25. Yeah. I was anything, wild. I feel like anything, if she's in her early to mid-20s, yeah. she can be acting crazy. Once she starts stepping into like the 27, 28 zone, she should really be like kind of figuring it out. Still maybe a little up and down. Right. But you know, we're getting a grip. Yes. Once they hit 30. Yes. It should I mellow out. I don't know. Who the fuck am I to judge? And also, you know? yes, I, I know a lot of my friends who didn't drink until they were like 25 and then they get to be 30 and mm-hmm. that's their wild days. So who knows? But can we go back to you eating ass really quick? Yeah, always. Did you enjoy it, number one? Because I've never done it. I never will. That is a garbage area to me. <laughs> I am like... Again, I was drinking. Okay. I would assume... It's like smelly and gross and terrible. It wasn't smelly and gross and terrible. But I literally, like, I would have let this man do anything (laughs) to me. Like, I was, like, in love. Do you still talk to this? No. Okay. No, no, no. He's, like, married with children. Okay. Fine as fuck. His wife's fine as fuck. Okay. Making hot kids. Love that. You know? Okay. So... So it was nice. It was a good experience. That's good. It was a great experience. It was sad because by the time we were both, like, I had moved out here, he was ready to commit, which is what I had been wanting since I was, like, 21, and he was younger than me, and I met him when he was in college, Mm -hmm. and I chose that thing to be with. Oh, it was around this time. Yeah, I was like, you know what? You've really taken my heart on a wild fucking ride, and I just... I could go for security and knowing that I'm going to be taken care of in my emotional areas. Right. He's present and I just can't take the chance Mm -hmm. on you doing to me what you've done for the past however many years. Yeah, you wanted what you thought was stability, which makes sense. When you get to a mature age as a woman, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women search for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big mistake. Big, (laughs) big mistake. (laughs) But then I wouldn't have Ocean Kent. Exactly. The angel. The angel. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique underlash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. 
The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days to cure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press-On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. Have you done your Mother's Day shopping yet? Friendly reminder, use Rakuten. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while you shop. And this week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the entire year. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores. I'm talking Adidas, Splendid, Ray-Ban, Elf Cosmetics, Dermastore, Lego, Stanley, and even Dyson. New Dyson vacuum for me and the new house. Yes, I am treating myself and enjoying some serious cash back. I love seeing those Rakuten cash back deposits in my PayPal account. Rakuten will also send you a check if you don't have PayPal. So join the 15 million members, including me, who are already saving with Rakuten. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You will not see higher cashback rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Okay, this person is asking... How to be okay with being single. I've been single for four years and still on struggle street. That's such a tough one because I want to say, like, I feel like you feel comfortable being single once you feel 100% with yourself. But I also have met many men, not many women, but a lot of men who have been single for a really long time who seem to be very, very okay with themselves. They're 100% on their own, but they're like, I want a partner. Like, I'm ready. The men? The men. I've met a lot of men who are looking for that. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think that, like I said, I met, I had, I've had. i told you this before, Lala, and I think I've said it on here. I met Kyle literally two days after I was like, told my entire family, like, here's my plan. I'm going to be single forever. When I'm 35, I'm going to get a sperm donor. I had my entire life plan and totally. I was like, excited for it. I'm, right. I'm like, I'm going to be the baddest bitch and then I met Kyle and I'm still a bad bitch but like it was one of those things where I was like finally happy and secure with myself I mean ended up being insecure for a couple more years after that but I think you're right I think that being happy with yourself and a lot of people say this but it comes when you're not looking do you agree with that yeah I think when you start like you're on the move searching to find a dude it's like they're nowhere to be found it's same with when you're in a relationship and for some reason you got all these options and you can't even do anything about it because you're like, I found my person, but so why do you want me? And then you break up with them and you're like, where are the dudes at? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's an energy people have said. Yeah. It's like an energy when you're happy and fulfilled with yourself and yeah, give or take a man or a woman. That's sort of an attractive energy to a lot of people. It's interesting. So I, I wouldn't even know how to answer that because I've been single now for over a year and granted my situation is different and we won't harp on my situation because we've been doing it for an eternity, it feels like. But I just think 
as corny as it sounds, timing is everything. Timing is everything for everything, I feel like. For everything. Jobs, work, relationships. So many things are timing. I also think you have to like really sit down and create an incredible bond with the universe. Is that so weird? You guys can all think that I'm a nut job, but I just find that when you have a profound relationship with the universe, mm-hmm. it just works in your favor. And it could be just a mental thing where you're like, oh, it is making sense, you know, like almost like a placebo effect for the mind. No, I, yeah, I think that's, it is placebo effect. Like thinking, okay, I'm doing this, so things are going to get better, and then things do get better. Right. No, I 100% agree. It's the whole manifesting, which people, by the way, were like, I'm getting into it this year. Tons of people manifesting and doing, going to try your holy work. I just fucking do it. I'm not even fucking around with you right now. What are the... Okay, let's just put it in perspective. For the one thing that, okay, I've been manifesting from the time I was a child, right? Mm -hmm. I've always said, I'm going to grow up and be in entertainment. Bam! There was no one who could tell me otherwise. Mm -hmm. There's a small percent chance, Lala. Great. I'm going to be a part of that. Yeah. I always told myself, I was like, one day, my, (laughs) I'm dreaming big. I want, I want to be in a Range Rover. You're in the nicest one I've seen. You just keep manifesting. <laughs> I feel like I'm going insane today. So if anyone's sitting here being like, what, what's going on with her mentally? Just know, roll with me today. <laughs> no, I need y'all on my train, please. I'm eating this up. No, this is like you, the manifesting. I read something this weekend. It was like 10 life tips. It was a TikTok or something. But number one was... And take this as you will, because some of us just need work. We need to make money. But never work for someone who you don't want to become. And I was like, I've got that down. Because I look at you and I'm like, yes, that's goals. And I'm like, that's a great tip. And you know this isn't our forever, right, Jess? But there's going to be a day where you come to work and and we're free. Like we've broken the chains. I love that you say that because I feel free, but I get what you're saying. Like best job I've ever had. Just because, like, it's you. I mean, I've said it over and over. But I love what we're doing. We're making moves. We're taking meetings. we got things going on behind the scenes. We've got schedules filled up. I love it. I love it, too. Yeah. But manifesting, back to that. Manifesting. holy work I sat here and I found out a shit ton of things. I didn't have to do shit. I knew why I was fighting and what I was in. Two weeks ago, bam, wow. I didn't have to say one thing. And here it is. Everyone knows now, without me saying a word, without me confirming, denying, just sitting back and doing what I need to do behind the scenes, it's right in front of everyone. Oh, oh, let's put the pieces of the puzzle together on why Lala's been fighting for over a year now. All right? So you sit your ass down and you call whatever it is you want into your life and you know the universe has your back and you say anything that is true, bring it to the light. And by the way, sometimes I live, like straight live, right now, living on a prayer. Yeah. The only thing that keeps me going on a day-to-day where I can get out of bed and function, even though I might go to sleep at night and be like, wow, we did a lot, but I don't remember much because I'm so just occupied by what is my life. But you wake up in the morning and you're straight living on trust Mm -hmm. in something greater than you. Well, what you just said about 
getting, I wake up in the morning and the only thing that gets me out of bed, I read this this past weekend. A lot of us grew up hearing like choices have consequences and we just sort of associate that with negativity. Like I always thought, like my parents told me that forever and to me it always meant like if I make a bad choice, I'm going to pay for it somehow, which I totally agree. But I was reading something, it was called like Unholy and Holy Choices this week and my grandma's a doll, she sent me a book. But it was saying, choices have consequences. Think of that as well as like the not negative thing. So if you make a good choice, there's going to be a good consequence. So just you getting out of, you're laying in bed and you're like, I'm going to choose to get out of bed this morning. And you get up, there's going to be a positive consequence for that choice. Just a, a choice as simple as I'm going to get out of bed. Next thing, I'm going to journal. There's going to be a positive consequence that comes from that. And I like, it kind of changed my mindset because I'm like, oh, true. If even the smallest choices are going to have consequences and it goes the other way too. You choose a tiny choice to make a bad decision, that's going to have a consequence that you're going to have to live with. So it's kind of like, it kind of has just like formed my mindset a little like harder things. I'm I'm choosing to go to the gym for 20 minutes. That's going to have a positive consequence for me on my mental Stability. So mm-hmm. I just like you just saying something as simple as I'm choosing to get out of bed, bed this morning is going to just have a, a positive consequence. Right. Yeah. And I just, and I yeah. remember like at the very beginning of all of this, there was a lawyer who said to me, Lala, I, I need you to keep your head where your feet are. And so many times I've noticed when I'm like laying in bed because that's really like at night when my anxiety kicks in and in the morning when I see the sun come up. I'm like, oh, fuck, we got it. Like I got to start the day and it starts all over again. And what am I going to have to deal with today? But when I and, and I realize the disconnect, my head is like up in the clouds going a million miles an hour. And I have to like literally it feels literally put my head back onto my body where my feet are. And I immediately, when I can connect my head to my feet, calmness. Yeah. Right now we're laying in the bed. You ain't got to think about shit. Right now we're podcasting. Just think about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's a lot. Yeah. And that's the thing we talked about last week too, is like, why worry about something that hasn't happened yet? If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And you're going to have to feel the negative emotions when it happens. But you worrying about it is like, you're going to have to feel those negative emotions twice, you know? Well, this is my teachable moment. And uh-huh. I think all of us go through this where we, every experience in life is teaching us something. And I've never believed in your strength is being tested. I feel, I feel like your strength is being shown rather than tested. But these are teachable moments. And for me, I have to remember I don't need to cross bridges that we're not at yet. Yeah. I'm thinking about bridges that I may never even have to cross at all. And you're feeling the feelings probably of, oh, shit. Anxiety. If you're feeling the feelings of what you would feel approaching those bridges when you may never approach them. So why put yourself through that? 100%. Yeah. But I think that most people relate to that. Mm -hmm. We all live on a what if. We got to stop living on a what if. I'm all about a plan B. But let's not, let's take the plan B, put it in a box, and visit it when it needs to be visited. Right. It's there if it needs to be. Right. Yeah. Wow. I love, 
I love these episodes. Here we go. We go from eating ass to manifestation, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> eating ass. <laughs> Drinks you go to now being sober. Mm. Perrier, where are you at? I'm going to need you to be like, hey, Lala, we would love to sponsor you. I mean, I literally... How many, Jess? How many? My I fridge mean, is filled to the brim. I have Perrier's coming out of my ears, and they're wiped out as quickly as they're put in the fridge. Some might say too many. We are all, we always have them stocked at the office. We've got to have them stocked at Lala's house. Perrier, the amount of ideas Lala has to just creatively push your brand if you sponsor her or this podcast, it's going to... When you finally, we're manifesting that, and when you finally sponsor Lala, we're going to have a little Perrier celebration. That's my go-to drink. Yeah. And it makes me happy when I say to a waiter, do you have sparkling water? Preferably Perrier. And they say, we do. It, like, the joy that it brings me. Yeah. It (laughs) makes me sad. (laughs) Like, it's almost like... Like you being gone on a long trip and you're finally home. That's what Perrier makes me feel. Oh my God. Perrier makes me feel like I'm at home. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I have a profound love for it. You really do. I want to love anything as much as you love Perrier, to be honest. So people ask me, what's your drink of choice when you go out? A Perrier. A Perrier. That's it. A Perrier. Perrier in a champagne glass. Perrier in a short glass. Perrier out the can. Perrier out the bottle. I don't care. Just get it in my body. <laughs> That's true. And when you are looking for something a little sweeter, you you do. Do you still go with Starla or no? Oh, Starla's when yeah. I want to get real. When I'm having a rough day, <gasps> Starla sparkling rosé in a champagne glass takes all my cares away. Yeah. And these aren't sponsored, my friends. These are just her loves. Placebo effect. Yeah. Yeah. You know how people have the like um like diamond encrusted like McDonald's bags and yes, stuff? Yes, yes. I want to get you or find a pair. Could you imagine a diamond encrusted like Perrier purse? Okay. So there's a, a designer mm-hmm. named Judith Lieber. If you've ever seen like the Kardashians with their super sparkly like $100 bill purses that they take around. Yes. You've seen cupcakes. So I have the hamburger. Okay. Okay. I have the hamburger purse. Oh my God. I bought it for myself because I was so obsessed. She does it in like hot dogs. Oh my God. These are amazing aliens. So it's sold out, but I spent just shy of $6,000 on it. I'm looking right here. Six grand. Okay. Is it like Swarovski? Yes. Okay. You can't fit shit in it. (laughs) It's literally all about looks. I've taken it out all of one time. And when I take it out, there's nothing in it except maybe a chapstick. Okay. And then the rest of the stuff I give to my husband. I'm like, hold my wallet. Here's my lip liner. Actually, if I have like a little tiny nub of a lip liner, I can put that in it too. Like if I've shaved it down to the point where it's just like a tiny little guy. So it's an accessory. Total accessory. It's just meant to be like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. And oddly fucking awesome (laughs) because it's a hamburger purse. (laughs) 
I mean, look at this shit, Jess. We got to post this on the gram. Because I mean, it really is spectacular. Look at that. Am I lying? $5,695. Oh, that's beautiful, though. And I was it? like, I deserve this. I, I don't know wonder, why I felt I deserved it, but I bought it. Well, you do. And I wonder if she makes, or they, the brand, Judith Lieber, may, would make an actual... Well, that's what I'm saying. We should reach out. I mean, look, oh, she has a croissant. She has a Wilbur, <gasps> the pig Wilbur. Oh, my God. These a are... A bear. I mean... Yeah. A hot dog. The hot dog sold out. A rainbow basketball French fries. Are you yeah, kidding? I know. How much is that one? Same, same six amount? 6,000. Well, five, six, nine, five. All right. Let's reach out to her. Let's <laughs> see if she can make me a Perrier purse. That'd okay. be fucking awesome. <laughs> right? No, that'd be incredible. I've been thinking about it and I'm like, but where would I get one made? Judith Lieber. I mean, Judith it's Lieber. It's yours for six G's. Oh, easy. Good God. <laughs> Um, so there's that. Yes, I love Perrier. That's my go-to when it comes to non-alcoholic beverages. I wish I had something more fun for you guys. There's also, I used to love this at the very beginning of sobriety where it was like, I need something. In a short glass, have them do sparkling water and then mostly um, pineapple juice. So like pineapple juice, splash of uh, the sparkling water, mm -hmm. lime, and then if they can do a tahine rim, that's Just like saying. a skinny margarita vibe, Is isn't it? it? No, maybe not. But I mean, it, I mean, it sounds great. It sounds like take the, take out the juice. I think the skinny margarita is literally just tequila and like a lot of lime juice, right? And maybe yes. a splash of sparkling water. I don't yes. know. There is because all the things you're saying seem like they wouldn't be a sugar overload either, which I love. But if you are looking for a sugar. Not a sugar overload, but like a simple syrup, which is just sugar and water heated until the sh the um the sugar dissolves. A simple syrup with like grapefruit, ginger beer, um, sparkling water. It's basically a mule, like a Moscow mule, but just take out the um alcohol, and that's really good too. Like Kyle and I, if I'm feeling like cocktaily but don't want alcohol, I'll make like a sweet sugary drink like that you know what mm. I like more like sour over sweet yeah and you said you were never when you did drink you were never a big sweet drink person were you you were just no. like vodka vodka soda yeah with yeah. no fruit I didn't want lime lemon nothing really yeah no margaritas ever or did you when I went to a Mexican joint okay. I would get a margarita but it yeah. wasn't like that was my go-to go -to. Mm -hmm. and I would usually only have one of a fun drink and then it was like all vodka sodas. Smart. Love me some <laughs> vodka sodas. <laughs> like, uh, the best. Yeah. Like, when I watch someone order a drink and it's a vodka soda, I'm like, the first sip, you're about to have oh, the best I, time ever. Really, I hate vodka. What do you like, tequila? Yeah. But even tequila has been, like, giving me rashes. Like, I just don't really drink. You know that. Kyle yeah, and I don't me neither. drink. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, rosé. Okay, that's nice. There was right. another funny part, season four, yeah. where Brittany, I think we're in Hawaii. We are in Hawaii. And I'm like wanting to bond with the group. I had my little black thong bikini on because everyone was like, she went, took her top off at the waterfall. So I was like, tomorrow I'm going to bring my ass out then. <laughs> you guys want to call me a hoe? I'm going to show you a hoe, bitch. <laughs> yes. and, and we're sitting on these floaties and Brittany wants to play a game called baseball bat. And we're like, okay, what is it? And she was like, you literally pass the bottle and drink it. And I'm like, this is not a game. This is just us passing a bottle back and forth <laughs> drinking. I take a sip and I know it's tequila. I hate tequila, but like I want to fit in and I want this could be a bonding experience. We're on this big floaty together. I take a sip 
it's warm and I vomit <gasps> into the water. There's vomit floating around <laughs> our raft. Is this on the show? Why do I we- don't know that it made the cut, but it was definitely on the show. I don't know that they showed me. I do know that they showed me bending over. I was throwing up, but I think they were like, oh, this is a great time to show that Lala's ass and vagina are hanging out. They had to blur it. I Why was your like, vagina I'm, out? Because I had on a skippy bikini. Wait, so you threw up. There's vomit floating. Do people all like run out or is it not even no, that dramatic? Like, no, they were grossed out. <laughs> Just like if I hated it, some dumb bitch who took her top off in front of my dude and then had her ass out and she threw up. I'd be like, bitch, you a rookie. <laughs> Get off this raft. It's so funny to think about. If you would, do you think you would get along with a you? No, because I've met bitches like me and I can't stand them. Really? Yeah, I'm like, ugh, you're annoying. And I'm like, oh, it's because you're looking in a mirror, basically. <laughs> that is so interesting. I do not connect with people who are like me. Mm-mm, not one bit. <laughs> no, I think, I think I'd be annoyed by me back then. Yeah, 100%. But you know what? It is what it is. I was young. I was like on a television show and I was like, bring the dogs out. Well, they say that the the things you hate most about people is like your deepest insecurity. So I hate, I really can't connect with people who come off as desperate to me. And so deep down, I must be like desperate. I don't know. No, you're not. I'm not desperate. But like when I've had a lot of women in my life who like, I love them, but they're they're just there's some sort of desperation, whether or not it's for a man or for like a a job or for and it like triggers me for some reason. And we've had I've had a lot of arguments with women in my life about it. And desperation triggers me. And like I've read so many times what triggers you and other people, you have some sort of thing in yourself. I don't know. Who knows? That, if that's no, true. that could be very true. I don't know. I don't feel desperate, but I'm like, well, it triggers me and other people. Like, well, yeah, I don't know. but I'm saying just because you don't connect with someone doesn't mean that that person is you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's don't, true. Like, you don't like people who are desperate. It doesn't mean that you're I'm desperate. desperate. <laughs> I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This person asked, if you could give your younger self any advice, what would you say? I like this because of the topic we're on. Yes. Would you, what would you say to your younger self? I don't even know. Uh, Honestly, I would say, like really stick, I know we just said it, but full circle, I would say your choices and actions have consequences. Because when I was younger, I was making bad choices. Yeah. I'm talking like. I mean, this is when I was, you know, 22, mm-hmm. but like drinking and driving, like really terrible, oh. terrible, nasty decisions like that. Kyle almost broke when the first year we dated, he almost broke up with me because, because I because you were drinking he, too much. Well, he found out that I I drank and drove and he's like, I don't stand for that. Like that's like that's the one thing he was like, I'm you can go do that with someone else, but not me. And I didn't since then. But I would basically just tell myself like. I was like an asshole to certain people. I'm talking to like men or like used people. This was before Kyle, but like used men. And then like when they showed some sort of emotion, I made them feel like, okay, no, this was just a hookup. Like, and like I hurt people's feelings. And I would just say like, your actions have, your actions and choices have consequences. And you need to think about that. That's what I would say. Okay. How about I like you? that. I don't even know what I would tell my younger self because I feel like there's so much that has been positive that's come out of my life and I don't think that I'd be where I am without every move that I made I think I would just tell her to like give herself some grace and show yourself some compassion and don't beat yourself up because Mm -hmm. like I don't even need people to beat me up like I'll do that enough for the both of us you know if you Mm -hmm. think I say things and like every post that I do I will sit and think about for hours like why did I post like I hate social media every story I post every photo video whatever it may be like I sit there and obsess over it for hours going you know what are people gonna think what are people gonna say and I have to talk myself through it and then you know so when people say like you're a badass and don't care about certain things no I care a lot I've just tried my best to put the tools that I have to good use on getting over it so that it doesn't it doesn't become debilitating yeah it doesn't keep me from living life and being outspoken yeah I almost feel like am I too hypersensitive to things am I seeing things for what they are like is the world really getting to a place where it's evil and I can't understand it am I making this up in my mind I spiral over these things do I share my thoughts or do I just shut the fuck up I think a lot of people appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Question off of that. Around this time two years ago, what would you tell yourself? And what do you hope yourself a year from now will feel? I think when this all happened, what I would have told myself, just I don't think I would have told myself anything. Two years ago? No. You would let yourself just experience what's coming? I had to. Mm Mm-hmm. I experienced everything. I mean, there's going to be a day where I'm going to have to do intense therapy to like not have trust issues anymore. 
But as far as like just the hand that I was dealt in this situation, it was like I did everything. I, I was in survival mode. And to think about the things that I am having to go through, and you have to remember, this is not, if it just affected me, we would be in a very different situation. I can get over things. I really can. But when you have a little innocent human that you brought into the world who had no say in the matter at all, and you're you giving up because it's easier for you, the child is going to suffer those consequences. So there's nothing I could have told myself back then except for reminding myself every day that everything is temporary, nothing is forever. You know, like this will come to an end. I don't know what the end is going to look like, but I have to just have faith that whoever is looking out for Ocean, her well-being will be protected in the end, period. So I have to believe that something greater than myself, something greater than Ocean is looking out for her. I'm going to be just fine. Yeah. There's a bigger thing happening here. And it's not just about me. And it's not just about Ocean. This is about what's wrong. This is about what is broken in the system. And I'm a privileged person. I can't imagine what some people go through in this system. It is beyond heartbreaking. So I would just tell myself that things are temporary. And then moving forward a year from now, I'll be free. Yeah, you will. And not to confuse anyone. Sorry, I said two years ago. It was only a year and a few months ago. I didn't want to confuse. I don't know why I thought it was two years ago. No, you're fine. I also want to say I know that it's been a year and some change of podcasts that are all over the place. And I want to thank everyone for allowing me to go from like really funny talk about sex and all of these things to going deep and sobbing to ending on a high note. I know this podcast is very intense. I just just roll with me, guys. I'm praying that it ends soon, but like I'm in it. This is my life. You're giving them Lala, which when we asked a few months ago, what do you guys want? So many messages said, more Lala, more her life, more her this, more her that. And this is your life. This is my teachable moment. Lala, we're going to see if you do know how to shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's hard though, because a Lala that shut the fuck, shuts the fuck up is not a world I want to live in. I don't want to live in that world either. It's like, that's not you. You give your opinion and it helps people. It's not like you give your opinion on a lot of things and people are like, this just ruined my day. Thanks a lot. We get DMs that are like, thank you so much. I've gone through this. Blah, 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 blah. She keeps me going. So. All right. I love that. Mm-hmm. This person wants to know, did you experience physical Withdrawal when you stopped drinking. Oh, Ooh, good question. Yes. You did? Oh, yeah. Like s- the cold sweats and jitters and like not. I mean, luckily, I didn't have to go to a treatment center. I did tell my sober coach, the first person I reached out to when I got sober, she said, with what you're telling me, because I shared my story, she said, I would highly recommend that you go to a treatment center. This sounds very intense. And I said, I am so in this that I don't feel like I need a treatment center, which by the way, if you need one, go. But I I knew mentally, I'm fucking done. 
Like it ends to like it ended. We're done. Now I just need you to help me stay here. I said, if I relapse, then I'll check in same day. No problem. But I did have the withdrawals. You did? Yeah. Is that like nausea, shakes, sweating? Yeah, Yeah. it was just like the cold sweats and like a deep depression. But it was like, it was a definite like physical reaction to not, I mean, my body had been used to it for a really long time. And super heavily after my dad died, it was like morning until I passed out. Is there anything that you could do just in case anyone's going through this that helps? Is it like, or is it like, no, you just got to get through it? That's the thing is everyone's addiction looks different. So I don't want to, because I'm no doctor, I just can speak from my personal experience. So if you told me that you were exactly like me, then I would say like, you got this. But I do, like I've always said, take advantage of people who are experts in fields, like reach out to them. They're here for us when we need them. Like take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And re- but rehab is expensive. I know it's beyond expensive, and that's why I'm grateful for the program that I'm in because it doesn't matter where you come from, what your financial situation is. You're welcome at any point in time to come here for free. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's like everything costs money nowadays. And one of the most incredible programs that has helped millions of people is free. I know. And I always feel guilty because when we're when I'm in my meetings, you know, we talk about how the program should not be brought into radio television. And I talk about the program a lot. Obviously, I would never share anyone else's experience because it's anonymous. But I just feel this need to share that like this program has saved my life in not just drinking in many areas where like I'm having a rough day and I'm not I'm not going to drink. I don't need a meeting because I feel like I'm going to drink. I'm just having a rough day. I step in that meeting and I leave feeling like I could take on the world. I'm revived. I think it's beautiful sharing it. I mean, I understand. I don't understand like I've never been in it, but normalizing being able to say if you want to. I yeah, I go to AA or I cuz on another podcast I listen to, Armchair Expert, he always talks about his program, being in the program and sobriety. You talk about it. I, I think it's incredible. The fears you have raising a little girl in a world like we have right now. Oh. Well, I watched 2020 on the Idaho University murders last night, and I was like, that's it. Ocean's not going to college anywhere. Yeah. She can I- go to college where I live. This is where she'll be staying. I will drop her off at school. I will wait for her to be done. I will walk her to her next class. And then I'll take her home. (laughs) This couple who was madly in love and all of a sudden, you know, he's, they've got children and then they get divorced and he's put a hit out on his wife. Okay, you're never getting married. (laughs) Like, I got a lot of fears. My biggest one, though, is social media at a young age because... Ocean really isn't into like electronics right now. I had this, I have an ancient iPad that I just cleared <laughs> off last night. And, and I'm like, my mom's like, you need to order a case. And I'm like, I don't even know what decade this <laughs> iPad is from. How am I supposed to order a case? I don't even think they make cases. I'm going to have to eBay that shit. <laughs> but she like had no interest in it. I was showing her all of these things that she can do on the iPad. And she was like, she had no interest. She wanted to go and play with her, like, cleaning supplies that I got her. <laughs> she loves cleaning the house. 
And my mom last met yesterday. She was like, okay, now get, because my housekeeper, who you know her, I love her so much. She's so sweet. And she always says, God bless you, Lala. Thank you so much. And I'm like, why are you thanking me? Like, yeah. you're, you are, you keep, your energy keeps my life together. She's amazing. She's amazing. Unfortunately, she was in a car accident, so she can't work for the next month. And she was like, I hope my job is still there. I was like, girl, don't worry about the job. Like, I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. And my mother, I'm watching her, and she's telling Ocean to clean underneath <laughs> this table. And I was like, yo, you really are putting her to work. <laughs> Does she? But I've seen her with, like, that little broom. She loves it. She loves it. That's it's really cute. So she would rather do that than, like, be on electronics. I don't think that's going to be a forever thing. She's only, you know, 22 months. So... The phone scares me. I'm worried that she's going to go to school, come home, tell me that Elizabeth has a new iPhone and she wants it. And Elizabeth has Instagram. Why can't I have Instagram? It's like, you ain't having Instagram. Kate Winslet, she was the one in the Titanic, right? Yeah. Made a video the other day and she was like, and I loved it, but she was like, yeah, my kids don't have, it's not exactly this, so don't quote me. But she was basically saying, it's okay to tell your kids no. My kids don't have social media. My kids don't use iPhones all the time. Like she's like, it's okay. Like, they're going to be pissed at you, and that's okay. You're just going to have to tell them, like, this is why, this is how I feel, and life goes on. And I was like, yeah, that's a great, that's a good thing. I mean, I'm going to be a helicopter parent. I don't, like, all the things you just said, like, I'm going to walk you to school. I, you're not going to college. I'm like, yes, that's, but, like, they got to live. They do have to live, they'll, but they'll it's rebel. scary. Yeah. No, they will rebel. I watched friends in high school rebel, like the strict Mormon kids giving blowies behind the bleachers. Yeah. And me, I was like, no, that is naughty. <laughs> and you had a very open family. Yeah. I was a rebeller because I had a very, drink, you know, drinking at 15, like, let's, because I had a family who was like, no alcohol, no sex, no this. But then again, I didn't have my first drink until I had graduated from high school. And I'm... Yeah. In a program now, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just come how we are. Like, Ocean, because there's a group of moms, it's natural for us to be like, oh, so-and-so is doing this that Ocean's not doing, or Ocean's doing something that so-and-so's not doing. Like, we have these conversations. And I tell people they come exactly how they are. I haven't done anything specific with Ocean that has made her into a genius, perfect <laughs> child. That she is. No, she's so sweet. Like the video we posted on the podcast Instagram last week. Yeah. Of her holding Summer Moon's hand. Mm -hmm. She's sweet. She's very sweet. And I think they're they're like good friends now, aren't they? Ocean Summer and Summer Moon. Oh, yeah. That is so cute. That and is she, so cute. Yeah. And she says, Summer Moon. <laughs> moon. And Summer goes, Ocean. Ocean. And they give each other hugs yep. and they like sit on the couch and watch TV together. Yeah. And then we have to teach them how to share. There were many meltdowns in Palm Springs this weekend really? over this fucking like block thing. <laughs> and Sheena, see, so Sheena's the type where she goes, I have another one. I'm the type where if you can't share, ain't no one playing with it. Right. So oh, pick. That you either sit down and share it or it's being taken away. That's a great... <laughs> question See? and I know we're like running low on time but as two mothers who are friends who mm -hmm. parent differently every mother parents differently does that get hard or do you guys kind of figure out ways around it like the sharing 
Like you kind of let, okay, well, I would take the toy away. But if you have another one, you know. I'm kind of laid back. You're, if yeah, she you're wants chill. to give Summer, if they has another one she wants to give it, great. Yeah. Give it. I'm more of like, you know, take the toy. I don't care if you have a meltdown. Yeah. You're not playing with it. The, the, you, you either share or no one gets it. Like they were also fighting over this drawing pad. And my mom goes, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order one on Amazon. So the next time we come, they both have the same one and they don't have to fight over it. I said, no. Share. I'm not teaching Ocean that if she has a meltdown, that means that we just go buy her one of her own. No. It's so, I said she yeah. has a drawing pad. But it's not like that, my mom says. I don't give a damn. Do you realize this is so funny what you just did? Because you said, Ocean comes how she is. It's nothing I've done to make her so sweet. And then you literally proceeded to say all the things that would make a child sweet. And like, so it is your parenting. I okay, I guess it is. <laughs> it I don't is. know. Those are like, yes. Those are the things that would make a child sweet and share and not, you know. That's true fit. because Ocean now counts to 10. And we like put on that Miss Rachel. Yeah, I know. Which has like, <laughs> well, you're going to know. <laughs> You're gonna know. My mom and I look at each other and go like, I fucking hate this. Is it a YouTube thing? All moms do. Yes, and it has like 50 million views. Just this woman who, by the way, you can just tell, she's just, her life calling was to like teach mm -hmm. children. Yeah. Because Ocean's in her, in her, covered in food, <laughs> in her high chair with her arms in the air. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> That's so cute. Loving every second of it, which yeah. is like, okay, this is totally worth it just watching you. But like, yeah. this is some, you're going to know, Jess. <laughs> Miss Rachel? Miss Rachel <gasps> on YouTube. Oh my, see now, maybe if I could go back in life, I would make YouTube kids videos because of my God. I mean, they teach it. On, in the YouTube with Miss Rachel? Yeah. Um, someone plays the guitar and teaches them how to crawl like a crab. That's so cute. Are they, is this like good production or are they just like no, in their living room? Not making, at all. Ugh. Not good. Like a green screen. That's awesome. With horrible lighting. Good for Miss, because the kids don't care. No, the kids don't care. And Ocean yeah. is learning from Miss Rachel. Is I will she? tell you what. Is she? Yes. Counting colors. She's blue. so smart. Yeah. Blue. I was like, this is, I, I like picked up a marker the other day and went to tell Osha, it was a blue marker and went to say, this is blue. And before I could get anything out, she goes, blue. I was like, well, okay. Yeah. Can't teach you any. I can't teach you nothing. No, because know. she got Miss Rachel. <laughs> so you're right. There are things. Yeah. But what's interesting is Brock and I kind of parent the same way. Mm -hmm. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. From like, like Summer yes. Moon will go down for a nap and Sheena will, sh you know, Summer's crying. Yeah. And Sheena's so cute. She's like, I don't want her to be traumatized. And I'm like, Sheena, <laughs> she's in a beautiful home in Palm Springs in a fabulous. She is not going to be traumatized by this. Okay. Yeah. She's going to be just fine. Yeah. We're like Ocean was down for a nap. She wakes up, literally cries for two seconds. And Sheena's like, Ocean's crying. <laughs> and I was like, I hear her. She's fine. She'll figure it out. If, it's, See, if she's still going, if, she, if five, ten yeah. minutes pass and she's still going, I'll go in there. But right now, she's just maybe searching for her bottle. Yeah. I know the cry. 
you know the cry. I the know the cry. Know, if there was something wrong, you would know. I that's would the kind know. of mom I want to be, and I don't think I'm going to be that way. And that's okay. It's going to take work. But even now, I could tell I'm helicopter. And like, even when you're, I'm sitting in the office with like you and Lisa, and we'll be eating lunch, and like I'll walk to the kitchen and bring Ocean with me and get a snack for myself. Yeah, like trail mix. And I'll pour it like little pieces or whatever. Get a, whatever for myself. And I'll pour it in my hand. And I know Ocean has to eat lunch. And I know that you and Lisa are like, Ocean has to eat lunch. But if she like points to an M&M, I can't not give it to her. And like the other day, I brought her back in here and she like pointed to an M&M I was eating. And I was like, okay, you could have it. And I like broke it and gave her a piece. And then I heard Lisa go like, no, Ocean, you have to eat your lunch. And I'm like, damn it, I know. But it's so hard for me. Like I want to give them everything, everything they want. I know. And that's like not the way you mother. I just want to like, you want it, you got it. Totally. It's yeah. hard. And I think I'm not, I'm just going to have to be, thank God I have Kyle. Because I'm just going to like have to work. Because even with Margo, he's like, you let her, when I met Kyle, Margo was perf- a perfect dog. And now she like bags and does all the things. Yeah, but isn't she getting older? She's getting older. She's just let well, her beg. That's like how seven. I am with Lily. Yeah. Lily begs, eats things off the table now. Like, and I'm like, you know what? You deserve it. And they have short lives. They don't yeah. live to 50. Eat off the table. Eat off the table. <laughs> Again, I got much bigger <laughs> things to worry about than Lily eating all of Ocean's lunch yeah. off the table when she's finished with it. But it's good to see you as a mom because I'm like clocking it and like, okay, you can be chill and your child can cry and it's not going to like be traumatized. She's not going to. Ocean yeah. lives the dream. I know. That's what I'm saying. She's like the most sweet, the sweetest child. And I'm like, okay, I need to learn. I will tell you something. Hmm. Even when you put your kid in check, they're still running shit. Yeah. Imagine if you don't. Oh, they're running. I've never. I'm like, how am I in negotiation <laughs> with a chick who can't even put a full sentence together? <laughs> in negotiation. That's so true. That's so funny. It's awesome. It really is awesome. Wild. You know? So that's what parenthood is like. There's my concerns, <laughs> my life story. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning into another chaotic episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.